0: Hey, and welcome to a whole new season of 22 Minutes of Transformation. Myself, Sean Patrick, and my co-host Karen Mills-Alston will take you through another 22 questions that will transform the way you think about spirituality, creativity, and everything in between. We welcome you to this whole new adventure. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to a whole new season of 22 Minutes of Transformation, I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm still here with...
1: Still here with Karen (laughs) Mills-Austin.
0: And Karen, there's nobody else I would rather still be here with. I know,
1: me too, Sean.
0: Well, welcome to a whole new season. We are back. Last year we did... 22 episodes on 22 transformational questions and this time we are back with a twist because we're going to be exploring the topic of spiritual creativity which is the method we teach uh, under our publishing company TGH International.
1: Let's ask the question. I think that's where I really want to begin because this whole idea of spiritual creativity is what is it? What is spiritual creativity? What is it? Um, I know for me that it is allowing, surrendering, activating this thing that wants to fully express as me, as each and every one of us. So we let it.
0: I absolutely agree. And this has been a huge part of my journey. And spiritual creativity for me is at first the surrendering and understanding that your creativity is spiritual and that your spirituality is creative. It's all one, (sighs) one circle of creation. And for me, it's different than just pure spirituality is because it's about a specific thing you're going to birth, something tangible, like a tangible thing you create in the world. Whether that be a book, that's what Karen and I, obviously, you and I teach, or whether that be anything you're creating. It doesn't have to be in the arts. It could be something you're bringing into form in the world. And that's what you can apply spiritual creativity to.
1: Yes, yes. And it reminds me of our purpose, right? Um, We've all come here on purpose when we can discover that and allow the free flow of it, that's spiritual creativity. So we can, these, these human words that we use are really interesting. When, um, because this is really about living our lives on purpose. Really, living our lives so that we can express to our greatest yet to be. And I say those words a lot. I repeat those words a lot because, for me, that's the ultimate. What's the reason I'm here? And how do I get to express myself in this particular vessel? And how wonderful it is that we get to catch that and open ourselves up to to it, not being um, not being stopped by fear, not being stopped by nobody 's ever done this before we 've talked about this before, not being stopped by anything, but allow not being stopped by the world <laughs> allowing that still small voice to speak to us we listen to it and we obey it and that still small voice can be our gut it can be whatever it is that we call it our intuition our second sense whatever it is that we call it we that's what we're surrendering to
0: you know you've been saying this for a while about spirituality in this present day is not about going living on a mountain and meditating and praying And I've always agreed with you, but (laughs) I've also found the appeal and the draw to just abandon it all, go off grid, and uh, go and live on a mountain and meditate all day. Go to a place where I don't have to interact with the world and uh, practice spirituality. And on one hand, yeah, you say, great, that's good. But on the other hand, I have to ask, but what is all of this for? And that's why I love this. Meeting place of spiritual creativity because it's actually about something I'm going to birth, something that is going to be an extension of myself. Yes. You know, so often we say, use me, God, use me, spirit. I want to have a purpose. You know, we use the word purpose a lot. I want a purpose. Spiritual creativity is a tool to deliver your purpose.
1: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we can go to the, um, we can go to the mountaintop. We can, we can go off in retreat to refuel and regenerate and to catch something. And it's important for us and for all to come back and do what it is that we came here to do. When we separate ourselves out like that um, permanently, it's it's... We miss why we are here. So we go, we refuel, we refresh, we come back so that we can continue on this journey. And that's a way of that's a way to practice self-care, but we need the contrast that life with a small L offers us. We need it. No matter how painful or difficult or challenging all of this is or how hard it is, we need the contrast so that we can grow and expand and really use our tools, this tool of creativity that we have come here to birth.
0: Yeah, looking at when we wrote out these 12 principles of spiritual creativity, I'm not going to go into all of them, but to go into the very first one, it says... I accept and celebrate that I have been called to birth a creative project. And that really speaks to what I was saying previously, celebrate that there's a reason you're here. You accept and celebrate that there's something that you're going to do with your gifts and talents through your hands, through your mind, through your thought, through your creativity. Something's going to be added to the world that wasn't there before. Yeah because of your creativity because of your use of spirituality and it's such an inspirational way to live
1: yes yes and we get to really give ourselves permission to do that i know that i was when i was growing up i if i said that i wanted to be a, a writer or an actor or an artist My parents would would have said to me, and they probably did say to me at the time, "You need to get a degree in something that you can uh, make, uh, support your life, you know, uh, that you can use." And so, my daughter Lindsay uh, happens to have a degree in in art. Now, I got a degree in political science, which I used. Lindsay has a degree in art, and I'm finding that even the degree in political science took me just a little – I only used it a little bit. And now here I am doing something that I could never have figured out what degree I needed in because I'm using everything. I'm using my, my full self but I'm using Lindsay and that degree as an example of how far we have come. Um, We are there. And maybe there were some parents who allowed their kids, even at my age to go ahead and do what they wanted to do, because we need to have artists. We need to, there are individuals who need to go through um, tech schools so that they can be plumbers and, and carpenters and, and all that all those kinds of things so that they can fully express themselves. The idea is is that whatever it is that we do, we get to do it now so we can live fully as opposed to being in lockstep with the world when we are doing something that we don't like to do. And we're not being a beneficial presence uh, when we are stuck.
0: Absolutely. And I'm really clear about this concept of spiritual creativity, which we are exploring. It is not and is not it doesn't solely belong to the creative arts so called it's not just about dance drama writing, yes you know you can in practice spiritual creativity if you're an accountant, yes. a doctor, a lawyer it's about consciously consciously birthing whatever it is that you're birthing and doing it in a way that what you produce is beneficial it's about integrity it's about intention It's not just about the creative arts because you can be spiritually creative in any profession. It's so interesting how you speak about your daughter, Lindsay, because I went to drama school. So I did get to go and study acting and that was awesome. And I also went and did a a master's in psychology. Maybe my mum was happier. I did the master's in psychology. I don't know. She never, I never even thought at the time if she wanted me to go to drama school or not. I just know I wanted to, and it was the right thing for me. So it's just important to actually feel like that the two areas I studied in conventional education were these were these things were creativity and you know our mind our spirit
1: yeah and it's it's wonderful that you had the freedom to do that and that your parents gave you the the freedom to do that and as you are speaking use the word integrity um you know that's that's a really powerful word that we get to bring into um, this whole element of spiritual creativity. Um, I'm watching this Showtime series called Billions. And as much, and these guys are so incredible. They're highly intelligent. They're highly I don't even know if it's intuitive. And they are, as much as I'm enjoying watching it, there is deceit there. There's um, lying, cheating, and stealing there. There's all kinds of things there. And I enjoy watching it because it allows me to remember who I am. What my integrity is, life, well, like what I bring to um, how I'm living my life as a spiritual being, and and that and what that means is that, and to p- put it in a nutshell, I have a I have spiritual practices that I use every day. I pay attention to my words, my action, my thoughts, all of those to create a unified field, not a field that is in separation. That takes a lot of work.
0: Now, I don't watch this show, Billions, but I can take a guess, you know, you talk about the lying and deceit, etc. I can take a guess at what's going on in that yes. show. And it's, I would say, we're not gonna go ahead and call what's happening on that show Spiritual Creativity. And the reason why is I can assume them characters are operating from, uh, they're not operating from a place of enough.
1: Yes, yes, yes. That's that's really well said. It's operating from a place of hoarding. I'll use that word. Yeah. Um, and there's some peaks of it, you know, where they um, they have these, the main character goes through this thing of philanthropy, which is really, important so there are peaks of it but there's not enough peaks of spirituality but there's just not enough
0: if you think back to when you were writing your book and i know we hadn't started to form this concept yet but i trust we were both doing this without knowing do you recall a conscious way you spiritually created that book Or was it just that you were on a writing project? I mean, what was your experience?
1: I was very aware that once I knew that something was coming through me, I started writing down words and ideas. Uh, and, And that, as I'm starting this, starting to prep for this class that I'm teaching, that's how I am... I start writing down ideas. So even with the the class, the book, I things come through me as the thought is emerging and I capture those ideas. And I and I write them down in longhand. I'm not even putting them on, you know, storing them on my computer or anything like that because that's part of my expression of writing things down to really Feel this idea that's coming through, and I believe that spirit wanting to express um, through me. So I write down the ideas. I write them down. I write them down. I write them down. I I um, spend some time in meditation. I continue to listen. That's the beginning of my process. What about you? Do you remember what your process was?
0: Um. No, I don't remember what my process was, but I do remember being very clear on the book that I wanted to write. Mm -hmm. And that became very important later down the line. Because I wanted to write a book about my experience of living in Hong Kong and traveling and having this spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. And I was very I was very clear and I was very young, you know, to write a memoir. I was 22 at the time. I was writing the book when I was 23 and everyone would say it was ridiculous that a kid was going to write a self-help book as I was being called. But I was very clear that that's the book I wanted to write. And I went, I did a lot of back and forth with publishers and, um, I dealt with the spiritual demons of this isn't good enough, everything I just said before about, you know, you're too young to write this kind of book. So I was definitely plagued with unspiritually creative demons, but I was clear on what I wanted to write, even when it came on going back and forth with publishers. And there were some big name publishers who wanted my book to be different. They wanted it to be more how-to. They wanted it to be more x amount of steps to something which is great but i was so clear that this book was going to be a memoir it was going to be like a piece of literature and because of that i in so many ways i walked away from possible book deals or i didn't accept the trans i didn't accept the I didn't accept the negotiations, but instead I, um, started this company to publish my book and we have, you know, so many other authors have published under us. I've met you. And that for me is spiritually creative. So I was clear on what I wanted to write and had I been less clear on what I wanted to write, maybe I would have got a book deal with another publisher. And um, none of this would have happened. And I have to say that whatever there's going on here is spiritually creative. The moral of that story is just how clear I was on the book I wanted to write.
1: Yes. And I believe that whenever one wants to write, they should write. Because I remember how much I enjoyed reading your book, not even thinking that you were Twenty-two, when you wrote it, but thinking of the experience that you went through, the transformation that happened—that's what I was really interested in. How how you did it, and um, knowing that—and I use these words all the time because I love them—knowing that all things are possible. So so yeah, and I think that people want to hear. A good story that has a uh, a completion uh, that says that they were successful in something. So here you you listened, you obeyed Spirit, and if you had just been concerned about money, fame, those temporary things, then you would not be where you are right now being a beneficial presence this is important yes
0: and this is really great you know i'm making notes the whole way through what we're saying as we're speaking here it's great that we have looked at you just spoke very much to process as you wrote your book and i believe that i spoke to vision like i was clear on and the vision of my book they are two very important things when it comes to spiritual creativity what is the vision of what you want i was unwavering and then you have to create it which is about having a process yours sounds so much more pleasant than mine because it wasn't plagued with them unspiritually creative demons so i love this you had a very clear process i had a very clear vision and we can both represent uh we, we can both represent some great aspects of creation
1: yeah. Yeah. It's. Yes. And I believe that whenever one wants to write, they should write. Because I remember how much I enjoyed reading your book, not even thinking that you were Twenty-two, when you wrote it, but thinking of the experience that you went through, the transformation that happened—that's what I was really interested in: how how you did it, and um, knowing that. And I use these words all the time because I love them. Knowing that all things are possible. So so yeah, and I think that people want to hear a good story that has a, uh, a completion uh, that says that they were successful in something. So here you, you listened, you obeyed spirit, and if you had just been concerned about money, fame, those temporary things, then you would not be where you are right now being a beneficial presence this is important yes
0: yeah and you know this is um, my conversation i have with everybody who wants to write a book i say you know it doesn't go away your great 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 grandchildren are going to be able to access this book But it's not just books now. It's for anything you're creating. Once again, I'm not just talking about the creative arts. It will be a video. It will be a recording. Yes. You know, people a hundred years from now who are doing the family tree. It won't just be a picture and a short bio. There'll be videos and books and audio clips. It will be really, it'll be really fantastic. Like you will, we will all live on beyond our time. And I hope
1: this is
0: inspirational to many um you talk about your book not being inspirational to to maybe not inspirational to many but i disagree yeah. because what you created was positive and depending on how people engage with it they will have a inspirational experience or not but you did not put anything negative into the world you created something that if somebody engages with it their impact will be positive and that is what i believe that is what i believe about creativity i said this years ago when we were having you know england was going through this series of terrorist attacks it was dark and i don't take that lightly and i remember saying to someone well even more important now that i inject my positivity even if it's into a tiny little corner of the universe and and that's exactly what your book did even if it you know Even if it's a tiny section, you, you planted something positive into the world. Uh, yeah it does this is a, this has been great karen welcome back i'm so glad we're gonna get to explore a whole bunch more concepts this has truly been wonderful and hello and welcome back to all of our listeners i look forward to being here again next week karen all my love across the pond yes
1: absolutely Goodbye. thank you sean